what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. U.S. health advisors want you to know your health coverage does not have to be complicated. If you aren't happy with your insurance plan, there are unlimited and comprehensive medical plan options available to you right now. U.S. health advisors offer solutions which can't be found anywhere else. They can even offer you the ability to purchase more coverage if and when you need it. U.S. Health Advisors offers fair rates and no surprises. Sounds nice, doesn't it? If you'd like to know more, contact U.S. Health Advisors at 828-554-3032 or by email at daniel.bryant at ushadvisors.com. to the My Dad Watches The Bachelor podcast. I'm Meredith, and I'm here with my co-host, my dad. Hello, Meredith. I hope that you're doing well. Good to see you. I, I am. I, I got to watch The Bachelor live last night, so uh, I'm doing great. Uh, we're back with our weekly podcast on Peter's season of The Bachelor. We know you're here for our not-so-similar generational perspective, so let's get to it. Each week, we're covering our episode Highs and Lows, the right reason and wrong reason, which is our takes on who's really on the show to find love and who needs to take a hike. A quick update on the picks we made before the season started on who will get to the final four. My MVP for the week's episode and my dad's fatherly advice, assuming he can actually make it through the entire two hours of the episode. I, I did make it through the episode, although I must say I... And we'll get into this, that it's a little disconcerting that they would put it up against the National Football College Championship game on, on Monday night. So I, so I, okay, I Well, Monday nights are for The Bachelor. That's always been like that. Well, when do we ever have college football on a Monday night? Exactly. Why? Something, something needs to give there, but let's... It you, is not The Bachelor's fault. All right. What's, uh, what sort of highlights and lowlights did you see last night on episode oh, well, two? I have to talk about Hannah Brown first because that is the, how this episode started. And you will probably tell from the last episode, I love Hannah Brown. And she loves Peter and Peter loves her. It's very obvious. They were sit, she was sitting on his lap just the way they looked at each other. Like Peter wanted to kiss her. It's it's very obvious to me. Like, could could you not tell that he liked her? I can tell that he has strong feelings with her. But I will say that one of my highlights of the show was Peter telling Hannah Brown, I can't do this and not kissing her. I thought that that he showed great self-control and kudos to Peter. I thought that was a show highlight last night. Well, one of my highlights was that that bo- Peter had glitter all over his face from Hannah's dress and her, like when he was telling the women that he was canceling the group date, you could see how his face was sparkling from all of Hannah's glitter. So she left her mark on him. And I'm not even that upset that he said no, because I've watched enough Disney princess movies to know that they're going to end up together in the end. And I'm not even worried about it. Like let's talk during the finale. I think I'm going to be right. Perhaps you will be, and, and obviously I think they're, they're trying to lead us in that direction with some of the uh, coming up in future episodes with, like, crying mom saying, go get her, yada, 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 and sort of making us wonder, might that be Hannah Brown? Might it be someone that we've already met on the show? Don't know. It's but definitely I think Hannah. They're trying to put those seeds in our brain, no doubt. Okay, so other highs that I had was uh, – 
champagne spewing all over Kelsey's face after she drank from the bottle. I thought that was um, karma working very quickly. Well, and, and I sort of wrote down as a low light, so I guess this is a generational perspective. I wrote champagne girl going, getting on the crazy train was, was sort of, you know, she seemed to, she, first she was picking a fight with uh, McKenna, I think, uh, because McKenna stole her time with, uh, with uh, Pilot Pete. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then we had the big champagne episode, so like just... You know, to, to me, sort of watching the meltdown was sort of a low light that, uh, you know, this this girl. You know, she's... Well, I, I think we can dive deeper into this. I, I have a lot to say about Kelsey for my wrong reasons. OK. But another high that I had was that I just thought it was really funny on the very last group date for the Revolve runway show that. It was, I thought it was hilarious that the girls were way more excited about getting free clothes than they are about dating Peter. I, I thought it was noticeable. I wrote down, hey, Revolve, do they have any men's clothing? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not familiar with Revolve. I don't, think, uh, I don't think I've ever been in that store. I've never shopped Revolve, but I told you about this on one of our um, preseason episodes about how one of the girls talked about Revolve in her, her bio. I, I tend to remember that, and I probably didn't know what it was then either. So, uh, so uh, you know, to me, a highlight was getting uh, uh, an initiated into what Revolve is. So that was a good thing for me. Well, the Revolve date was actually a low light for me because I just, although it was funny that the girls liked the clothes so much more than Peter, it's not great that ABC is like playing into this spawn con and how everyone's super into Instagram sponsorships and like. ABC used to ignore and avoid that, and now they're just embracing it. And I don't think it's going to be a good look for the show moving forward. Yeah, but come on. I mean, all this is advertising junk. You know, the last this week is Revolve, and next week's going to be something else. I mean, uh, these episodes might as well be might as well and probably are sponsored by all these people anyway. So, uh, um, you know, you, you can get on your high horse about that if you'd like, but, uh, you know, we're just doing business here. Let's move along. Well, so my last little I'll go into, um, this also sort of revolves around Hannah Brown, but Peter doesn't seem to remember much about these women. I feel like every other time he sits down with them, he's like, refresh my memory. Like, who are you? What did we do together? I don't remember anything. And so it's just like not a great look for him, especially when he's trying to convince these women that he's over Hannah Brown, which I'm using air quotes for that right now because he's definitely not. Well, I, 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 uh, I can relate to this in that I can never remember any of these women's names either with the, with the exception of a couple. You know, of course, I'm older than Pete and, you know, my, my memory might not be as sharp as his. You know, my other low light was, I was getting very tired of uh, the, the Peter apology tour of, you know, how many times he had to apologize for, oh, you know, Hannah Brown, yeah, yeah, it, it, it was getting a little bit old. So, um, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hope that's out of his system. Yeah, if I were on the show, like once he apologizes to the group, I'm not going to be wasting my time with him to like get him to apologize to me personally and be like, okay, let's move on. Like I get five minutes with you. We're not talking about Hannah Brown anymore. There you go. That's my girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, so right reason, wrong reason. Let's start with right reasons because I have not as much to say about that, shockingly. Not many people I could see were there for the right reasons last night. Um, 
I had two girls stand out to me and that was Sydney and Lexi. I felt like they both had pretty good conversations with Peter. Sydney's was like about her past and she was being vulnerable and she didn't spend much time dwelling on the Hannah Brown issue or the Peter apology tour. So I thought that was good. And then Lexi had a very easy conversation with Peter and he gave her the little red convertible. So it was like one of the few people he actually remembered something about. Yeah, but at, so, first, but at first he didn't remember it. It's like, yeah, I was the one that came in the car. And then he like. No, he, I think that was a joke. Otherwise, he wouldn't have. If he didn't know, he wouldn't have pulled a little red convertible out of his pants. Maybe he's got like all sorts of gifts there that he's just saying, oh, you were that one. And here's your gift because he also yeah. gave a, a, a nice photograph to uh, what's her name? Madison. Madison. Yeah. Yeah. Peter was pretending to be Santa Claus this episode. I guess. I guess. I thought it was funny that Madison asked if uh, he wrapped it himself because there's like no chance that he did that. He does not care. He, uh, he, I highly doubt he even chose to give her that gift. Okay. I, 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 as we talked a little bit last week, I just thought that was sort of a whole strange date situation where you know first date i'm taking to to my parents 31st wedding anniversary vow renewal situation which you know we got into that last week but but at, at some point you know the, the his parents seem like very nice people i suspect there are lots of pictures were taken and you know so whatever i mean that's, that's fine with me uh, so do you so, have any right reasons you want to talk about i've, I've got i've got two which, okay. which, you know, and, and my right reasons might not be necessarily, oh, you know, I'm, I'm here to marry you, but I just, I appreciate some authenticity in this show because to me there's a lot of fakery in this show. So number one, which I don't think you're going to agree with, is I, I, I really like Natasha being a badass and saying, uh, hey, I'm not going to put up with Pete's BS about this. You know, she's supposed to be here for us. And and I just found her to be very authentic. I don't think she's going to be around that long, but I just uh, I, I appreciated that. Well, I actually put this as like a low of the episode that I didn't speak on today because I was super annoyed with her. I was like, stop complaining. Peter doesn't like you enough to put up with this. Like he's the C-list celeb here. You're a nobody like be quiet. Wait your turn. OK, don't use all your time like making him feel bad. Well, I, I guess I'm just always happy to try to see a little bit of people, you know, being real, being authentic, as opposed to just sucking up to the, to the bachelor. So I appreciated that. And I also put down Victoria F in that, uh, she's a freaking train wreck, but, but I got the sense that she was at least a sincere train wreck in that, uh, you know, she's, I, I found her somewhat endearing with, you know, that she was so petrified to go on this, uh, little fashion show. And I thought she did great. And you wore lingerie. You liked that? I, I, I guess your right reason lingerie in the mod, in the fashion show and making out with Peter during it. Well, and then as soon as she cries and runs away. I thought, as I said, she's a train wreck, you know, but I, 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 I thought she was going to melt down before she even went out there. So I, I gave her some courage points. Okay. Well, this is outside the show. This is just like my bachelor nation knowledge from social media that I have. It's come out that Victoria F has done modeling before the show. So she was faking it. 
okay. for well, attention. I'd, all right. Well, I didn't know that. I might make me rethink my position, but uh, you, you've, you've done more research than I. All right. Move along. Okay. Wrong reasons. Kelsey. I have so many things I want to say about Kelsey, so I'm just trying to run through here. She had the issue with McKenna where she was upset that McKenna went to go talk to Peter after she'd set up her champagne. And I'm like, obviously McKenna doesn't care about your champagne. She doesn't know that you're ready. Like who made Kelsey the fairness police? She kept complaining about this isn't fair. I'm like, it's the bachelor. It's not supposed to be fair. It's about his feelings. And like, she just acted so childlike. She's 28 and thinks everything revolves around her. And when she had this issue with Hannah Ann, like Hannah Ann's 23, there's a five year age gap there. Like thinking at looking at that confrontation, who would you have guessed is older? Well, I will say that uh, your, your mother has been kind enough to be watching this with me to help me get through it. And, and she said that this is what happens when you give a three-year-old a bottle of champagne. So we, neither of us were particularly impressed with uh, uh, Kelsey's her name. I just call her the champagne girl now. Well, I don't even understand, like, if she's had this fancy bottle of champagne she'd been waiting for open, to open for a special occasion for over a year, why does she want to use it with the guy that she spent 10 minutes with that can't remember anything about her? Well, and, and that thought struck me as well, and that, you know, just because I buy a bottle of a $15 bottle of wine in the grocery store one year, maybe it's worth $17, but I'm not sure it's really that special. I don't, you know, I'm not so sure what was so special about this bottle of champagne other than the fact that she drug it all the way from whatever place she came from and she kept calling hannah ann a snake and like everyone by now knows that that's not an insult anymore like taylor swift made that an empowering word when people called her a snake and then she made her whole reputation album around it it's like calling someone a snake is like a Taylor Swift hit now, and it's like not bad. It's pretty good. It's well, very ge- empowering. Well, well, generationally, generationally, I was not aware that being a snake is a good thing. You know, my generation probably would still see that as a bad thing. Um, to be fair, yeah. though, I don't think many of your generation are watching this show. I'm, I'm doing what I can, but uh, you know, re- regarding Kelsey, to me, to me, the most telling thing she said was uh, she was way too excited. I think she said, "If I can take home twenty thousand dollars worth of clothes from Revolver, it's this is going to be a great win for me," or something to that effect. She seemed she seemed way too excited about the clothes and 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 what she might be getting by winning that. So to me, that she, I, I definitely struck her stuck her in the wrong reason category just for that. And 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 you've covered many of the other wrong reasons we've got with her so overall with champagne gate do you think that hannah ann knew that that was kelsey's special champagne i i I do not but uh, again i'm not as savvy as you in the ways of the bachelor so so i'm i'm more of uh you're innocent until proven guilty and i don't think she was proven guilty i thought she i thought she handled it about as well as she could handle it I agree. I think Hannah Ann was very mature. I don't think that she knew. I think it was definitely some producer intervention there, like that there just happened to be two bottles of champagne set up and they were probably like, Hannah Ann, like go have some champagne with Peter. Like she just didn't know which one's which. Like they were egging that on for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess we should uh, uh, thank ABC for uh, you know not providing any assistance to Hannah Ann to say, oh, by the way, no, no, your champagne is over here. Yeah. Uh, you know, or, or did they actually say, oh, here's some champagne, go straight over here. So exactly. exactly. Thanks, thanks, ABC, for, for throwing more gasoline on this fire. 
So I don't want to bash Kelsey too much. So we'll leave it on a positive note. I like the jumpsuit that she wore during Champagne Gate. Looked pretty good. Well, so, do you have any other wrong reasons you'd like to discuss? Or are we we good I, with Kelsey? I, one other wrong reason I'll throw out there, which you won't like, Hannah mm-hmm. Brown. Hannah Get Brown. Out of here. Hannah Brown strikes me as she's more got the fear of missing out. She's Miss FOMO, uh, as opposed to I'm in love with Pete. She just yeah. She no, she is in love with him, and I think that she went. She went so willingly when he said no, because she was like, if you, you, if you really love something, you have to set it free. And then when it comes back to you, you know, it's yours. So when he comes back to her at the end, we will know that it's true love because he's explored his other options. Walk away from the devil, Pete. No, she's not the devil. Stop. All right. All right. How are our, you can tell people how our picks are doing. Not my favorite category. Okay, well, we'll start with yours because you only have one pick left. Lauren left last night, so now you have Alea. I don't think anything happened with her. I just put Alea made it through Rose Ceremony, so good for you. You have (laughs) one pick. I still have three. Kelly, we didn't hear from her except for maybe once this episode. Like, nothing happened with Kelly. Sarah, who's my winner pick, I was very worried she was going to go home because we literally didn't see her this episode until the rose ceremony, but she got her rose pretty early. I was excited about that. And then Madison, um, she had one conversation with Peter that we saw. She didn't do a lot of talking during it. She was just kind of laughing. It seemed pretty unintelligible, and I wasn't very impressed with the conversation. Um, but I do want to talk about something I've, I've been requested to address this on the pod. Um, there was an incident this past week where Madison's Instagram had a comment on it. She commented on her own Instagram and people are thinking that she made a fan account for herself and thought she was in the fan account and commented on it. And she commented, beautiful date Maddie you are so genuine and real on her own Instagram picture so that's like a really bad look for my pick very embarrassing okay well I'm, I'm glad you're keeping up with this and 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 I've not been requested to address anything on the pod so anyway that's that's uh <laughs> I'm glad we've had some people that are making such requests so I I and I'm not following any of these people on social media so anyway all right okay well so Episode MVP, I picked Hannah Ann. I don't think she knew the champagne was Kelsey's. I think she handled the confrontation really well and was mature about it. And she managed to go from that confrontation one night into winning the group date. However, I don't think she should have snitched to Peter about Kelsey's bullying at the end of the episode. I think there's like an unspoken rule on The Bachelor that snitches get stitches, or at least they like don't win, which is basically the same thing. So I think Hannah Ann's like officially not going to be our winner because she's already like throwing other girls on the bus. But I do think that Peter handled um, the snitching pretty well, and he's obviously really into her and is willing to like go confront Kelsey about it. So overall, Hannah Ann's my MVP of the episode. Okay. Well, I, I can't argue with that. I thought, uh, I think she was deserving. And as I said, I thought she handled that situation as, as bad as well as a person could handle it. 
So let me, uh, you know, I, I made some some notes as I watched the episode. You'll you'll be proud to know that uh, I got through an hour and twenty minutes uh, of this two hour episode before I started drinking bourbon. So I'll, I'll call it an hour and twenty minute episode. But anyway, uh, some fatherly advice. Number one, Peter, you know, uh, you, you can't ask your former girlfriend to move into the house with the other girls. That's you, know, you don't you, know, you don't bring your old girlfriends on the Bachelor. So so not good there. I I I I'm worried about Peter's conversational skills because it seems like he chats for a couple minutes and then he you know he does he runs out of things to say and it's it's like let's make out you know it's it's you know I to me it was interesting that he makes out with everyone but Hannah Brown and and just as just as a fatherly observation has kissing become cheap has it become a commodity or you know do, back back in the day kissing used to mean something and and now it's just sort of like uh we talk for two minutes i know it's the bachelor but then we're gonna start uh french kissing and and you know to peter's defense as the bachelor i would imagine it's kind of hard to say no like if a girl leans in to kiss her kiss you and you don't want to kiss her like if you pull away that's like basically just not it's basically sending her home right there and so I feel like Peter probably feels obligated to like kiss anyone who wants to kiss him, which is kind of gross sounding, but I think that's how the show's working. It, it, like years ago, kissing wasn't as common. Like it would be weird if someone even kissed the very first night, but as we've progressed, it's gotten a lot more common. Well, well, I, I guess I'm just saying that it appears that kissing has become cheap, and that makes me sad as a dad. So, uh, you know, a couple, a uh, couple other things. Uh, yeah, I, 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 something that Kelsey said that just sort of made me a little bit nutty is, well, you know, this was I think post Champagne Gate. Was she? She? I think some of the girls were trying to say, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" And she said, "She seemed very proud of the fact that she hadn't cried for two days." So I, I, I'll say this more as a guy than as a dad: is if if I'm dating a girl who's proud of the fact that hey, I haven't cried for two days, I don't need any of that. You know, there's enough there's enough issues out there in the world that if if you're proud that you haven't cried for two days, and you know today's the third day, I'm going to start crying. I'm exhausted already. I want to watch the football game. You know, come on. I don't. I don't need that sort of thing. So you know, I don't think you get like a medal for saying I don't. I don't cry for two days. You know, get it together a little bit here. Come on. So to be fair, she's probably drunk most of the time on this show. Well, as a dad, yeah, that's, that's that kind of exacerbates your emotions. It makes it happen a lot easier. Okay. So. Well, and and with that said, you know, as 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 I learn more about the show, you say they take their phones away. These guys, you know, you're just this place is a ticking time bomb. So, I mean, I I, I appreciate exactly. that that the house must be insane with these women. So, anyway, but that's what but, they want. Well, I'm just saying, don't don't be bragging about the fact that I haven't I haven't cried for two days. Um, I was I was from a dad perspective I was somewhat conflicted by the tattletale bullying things obviously we do not condone bullying but to me it was more of a, a disagreement than a bullying you know to me bullying is hey your ears look funny ha 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 you know not like you, you know hey I think you stole my wine bottle to me that's more of an argument not bullying uh, so yeah you know, I, I I'm not that big on the tattletaling be careful there. And my final fatherly piece of advice is 
as as I as you probably know, Disney owns both ABC and ESPN. So you would think they would have some control over when this national championship game was played, and it wouldn't go up against The Bachelor. They could have managed that better. Disney, come on. I'm doing what I can to get more fathers to watch this show. You guys got to give me a little bit of help here. You know, you you can't put the football game up against The Bachelor. Well, I don't think that there's a ton of overlapping audiences for both of those. So, Well, well, hashtag sad. Well, it's okay. It's the only time it'll happen the whole season. No more conflicts moving forward. We'll see about that, but let's be hopeful. All right. So, uh... There you have it. We've gone through all all that we think we need to. Uh, I I was very interested in Champagne Gate. I thought it made for a good episode. I love seeing champagne spew up in Kelsey's face. That's like basically a worst nightmare if you're trying to impress a boy. But uh, going into the next time on The Bachelor, I was not super amused to see that Champagne Gate will be continuing into the next weeks. If that's all we really have to talk about, it's going to be a very long season. So I uh, guess we'll have to stick around and see what happens next week. All right. So tune- you have anything else to say? No, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to keep watching. We'll keep, uh, we'll keep okay. it up. All right. So tune in next week for more My Dad Watches The Bachelor and get excited to hear it from two different perspectives, the right one and my dad's. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.